screen door slams Mary's dress waves Like a vision she dances across the porch as the radio plays Roy Orbison singing for the lonely Hey, that's me and I want you only Don't turn me home again I just can't face myself Inside, darling, you know just what I'm here for So you're scared and you're thinking that maybe we ain't that young anymore Show a little faith, there's magic in the night You ain't a beauty, but hey, you're alright Oh, and that's Well, I know you're all that's understood. 
That was Thunder Road by Bruce Springsteen, and this is the Jukebox Club Podcast. Welcome Chris, back. how are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing, my I'm friends? I'm fantastic. I'm excited to be back. Yes, I'm excited to be finally doing Bruce Springsteen. Yes, finally. After... <laughs> Long anticipated. After the itch that I'm sure you had. <laughs> All the it. nights of note-taking. Right. Diligent note-taking. You, you took notes? No. Oh. <laughs> I was like, holy crap. Yeah. I probably should have, because I bet I'll forget a lot of stuff. Yeah. And then, like, tomorrow I'll be like, fuck, I didn't mention that. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, all the time I'm, I'm, like, re-listening to an album. Like, oh, shit, I never even talked about this. Yeah, um, all the time. Whatever, that's the fun of it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask you straight up, right off the bat. Yeah. Is this your favorite Bruce album? Yes. Is it? Yes. This is actually my, I think it's my favorite album. Of all time. Of all time. Holy I, shit. I think, yeah, <laughs> I think it's that good. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm biased, obviously, but in, in my... Um, past it's been a lot of always going back to, to Born to Run you know yeah. and, and you, you take you take breaks from bands and, and let you know other stuff like sit for a while and I find myself coming back to that yeah. probably nine times out of ten see this um, after I played it I mean I listened to this a bunch of times and I, I listened to it a bunch and then took a break from it for a while mm-hmm. and then listened to it a bunch like because I knew we were about to do this right right and um, nothing stuck with me until like, honestly, like the fifth listen through, you right. know what I mean? Like it, it all just seemed like one, I, I think it's kind of my fault because I would listen to it in the car uh-huh. and the car doesn't tell me the song names. It don't just say like track one, track two. Right. So right. I couldn't, like nothing was familiar with me, obviously, except like Born to Run, like the song I heard a bunch of times. Yeah. Yeah. So like up until a week ago, if you would have told me like, how does night start out i wouldn't have been answered the you, question. yeah it would have just been yeah, yeah. and it's if i like, like heard it on the radio i'd have been like i don't know it could be on this album you yeah know what i mean it just yeah. was one of those that, like nothing really stuck with me at first and right. i don't know i don't know what the deal is with that like because that happens to me a lot like i know i know one of the smashing pumpkins albums i was really excited to listen to it and i listened to it like four times straight and was like i couldn't i couldn't name one song you on couldn't that. do it yeah, yeah. oh yeah <laughs> That, that happens a lot where you're just like you're really excited for something yeah. and you start listening and you're like nothing is like I, I was like just tuning out or you know paying attention to something else and yeah. was distracted while listening to and, it and this is an album too it's, it's kind of easy if you're not like if I'm doing something else mm-hmm. it's really easy for it just to kind of get away from yeah, you for a little yeah. bit you know I think just because of how I don't want to say complicated but like it's so layered and structured Yes. That it's hard to really pinpoint one part of it. Like, I'm sure, like, there's, like, the solo, I, I'm jumping to the very end of the yeah, album, yeah. but the solo in Jungle Land, a yes. saxophone solo, Yes. it took me, like, until, like, today to appreciate how good that is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because before I was just, like, listening and listening and listening, and I'm like, okay, this is the last song, and it starts over again. Like, I gotta remember, this is the last song, this track is it. eight's the last one. That's it, yep. And then I was like, listen, I'm like, he's fucking killing it yeah. on <laughs> And, like, before I was just distracted or thinking about other shit, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, it's a long solo, yeah. too. Yeah, like, it's like two and a half minutes. Like, okay, this is fucking good. I think yeah. the song is like eight or nine minutes This The song's nine to 34, if I'm That's, if that's I'm insane. <laughs> just, just nuts. But it is, it is truly something yeah. to, to hear. Well, uh... Without getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, I, no, no, no. We just, Let's get back. We, we played in with Thunder Road. Yes. Uh, the beginning of the story. Almost, yeah, exactly. I, I Yeah, I just love how that song starts out with a... Uh, well, first off, the uh, harmonica and the piano is cool as hell. Oh, absolutely. But um, 
the first line of the song, the screen door slams and Mary's dress waves. Like I just was like, oh, that's a perfect setup to like the setting of this yeah. you know, song, pretty much. He's taking you right there mm-hmm. to where, and you can almost see it. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean, you almost have a place, not necessarily like the same place, but you have a place in your head of that setting. Right. And that's exactly where, as soon as it starts, that's where you get. It yeah, to in my head, it's it's like a. I don't know why, because it's supposed to be in, like, New Jersey, but yeah. it, it's, like, a dirt road with, like, one house at the end of it. Right. It's, it's... I, yeah. I, I always thought that, too, like, kind of where my, my grandparents used to live, mm. and it, for some reason, that's where I go to. I don't know why. <laughs> I guess nowhere near Jersey. Yeah. 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 Vandergrift awesome. in Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, great beginning to this long. It's yeah. almost like, I, I love how he's described it before as the perfect night, you know? And, the, and it's he almost describes like, the whole album the whole, as a perfect name. The whole album, perfect summer almost. Oh, okay. As far as like the stories go, but not Thunder Road is where it almost starts to like this. This is the beginning of the yeah, yeah. of the plants and something like that, and and it kind of it, it takes you back to that time where you're kind of like just discovering yourself, and you're kind of getting to that point where something's out there, and I don't know what it is, but I want to go find it. Right. Like you have no you have no fear of failure or anything like that. And that's where you're going for. Um, when was the first time you heard this song? To be perfectly honest with you, probably when I was little. Yeah. My, my parents were really in the, my mom uh, in particular was really in the Bruce Springsteen. And I, I remember hearing some of the songs and not clicking. <laughs> Our fans again. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I knew Born to Run and I knew like Thunder Road. Yeah. But, like instead of. Just listening to it almost as the greatest hits, really it's starting to click. Yeah. It was probably like high school where it started to get like, okay, yeah. I, I can relate to everything this guy's saying. Yeah. And, and you don't really don't get that sometimes because, you know, he doesn't – what I like is he doesn't talk about um, money or fame or – Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just stuff that we can relate to and, and um, like heartbreak and, and just that, that, that really weird – I can remember driving to – college and that took forever to get through college for me but just driving there every day and it was like this is kind of i, I get where he's going for while you're working towards this mm-hmm. or where you want to explore as much as you possibly can because you know your mind is just racing at that time and i think like in thunder road it's 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 telling you that too where you know my i love when he says about uh um you know there's magic in the night and stuff like yeah. that anything can just you know it, it's like he like said it's the perfect night yeah it's the perfect setup um, yeah, on, like this was the first time I heard this song. I, I, I have one of Bruce's greatest hits. Yeah, and I probably was probably on there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I didn't appreciate it as like an album opener yeah. until you know until you handed me the CD and was just like, all right, this is what we're doing next. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So I I heard this song for the first time like a couple months ago. Right. Um, yeah, and it, it's it's huge. I, I it's a really good opening to this album yeah uh just especially like all the layering and kind of how the evolution of the song itself how it takes place how it kind of the first verse is kind of slow and then it kind of picks up and then you know at the very end it gets really into that yeah um and it's it's cool because the lyrics all take place in his car like mm-hmm. he's he he's parked outside of mary's house waiting for her to get in the car yep but you know, in that moment, like he, the way he can create a whole song structure that like has a beginning, middle, end, and they're all three different. Yep. 
is that's like fascinating to me. It's how, this it's this long stretch of yeah, and it's 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 not perfect. even really a story. It's just more or less like I'm waiting for somebody, and like this is what's going through my mind yeah. during it. And he's you know just everything. It, it, he's just letting everything flow. Yeah, is what I like about. It. He's not holding anything back at that point. He's, yeah, he's fully going. This this is a great side story. Um, in, co- in high school, you know how when you're graduating, they ask you to do like a little quote. Yeah, I never got asked that. You never got asked no, to do the quote? No, our school never did that, but I That's know exactly like, what you're talking so about. So they're like, can you give us a little quote for mm-hmm. like your thing? And I, th- I thought forever, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to do anything. Like I just, I didn't really, I don't know. I just didn't want to say anything. And then I was listening to Born to Run, and I was just like, it's a town full of losers, and I'm pulling on here. <laughs> and I wanted to be like, but I wanted to be like in a quote for Springsteen, not yeah. them calling everyone losers in that town. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, that's yeah, my that's, favorite. That's, that's my that's favorite hard. verse, and I from that song at this time, yeah. and that's what I'm really listening to. And of course, it got shot down, and I was yeah, told, you know, never. But it's a town full of losers. And I'm pulling. I, I just, I just thought yeah. it was. You'd piss off your whole class. I, you yeah, yeah, but. Hey. Um. <clears throat> yeah, going back to like talking about like more diving into the lyrics a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love the line, and and how he delivers it along with like the line itself is uh you ain't a beauty you ain't a beauty but hey you're all right yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's right after the show little faith there's magic in the night yeah um it 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 just I don't know it's so cool to me because. This the song kind of sets up like this. Uh, oh, I you know this girl I've been after, but then like he kind of throws a line and is just like, yeah, no, it, you know, yeah. <laughs> anyone will do. It. <laughs> yeah. At this point, I'm just yeah. Yeah. That's that's great too because I think that if you would listen to that, you wouldn't be like, I mean, I'm sure the girl that probably thought it's it was like about not her was romantic offended. or yeah. anything, you know. What Which I, mean? I get, but in the sense he's saying like, you know, I also really like the you can hide in your covers instead yeah. of your pain. Like he's. It's almost like he's he's just calling both of them out at that point. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's like, look, this more is or less like I mean, he kind of, earlier in the song he, he says, you know, Roy Orbison singing for the lonely. Hey, that's me. You know, I can't face myself alone again. So it's more or less just yeah. like I don't want to be alone. Yeah, and you'll do right. right. <laughs> so you can either sit there and mope in your house, or you can you know. Let's go have fun. Yeah, let's do something. Um. Yeah, the whole. Uh, What's the there's like the verse about uh, her old lovers? <laughs> I thought was oh, it did, it's so um, funny because like I'm like dude this is this gaslight like this is yeah. gaslight lyrics yeah oh, yeah I mean? yeah <laughs> it's weird because if you hear that you're like man I've heard that so many yeah. times where is that from and then it's you know yeah the whole uh, in the skeleton frames of burned out Chevrolets I'm like I'm pretty sure that's a direct you know Brian Fallon. <laughs> Quoted yeah. that directly in one he's, of his songs. We'll say he sampled it. He sampled yeah. it a few times. <laughs> well, oh it, no, it's the backseat in the backseats of burnout cars is is his line, but yeah, Bruce's is more specific and says burnout Chevrolets. Yeah, <laughs> so he changed it a little bit. A little bit, but Brian didn't want to pay royalties to Chevrolet uh, or Springsteen. <laughs> yeah, or Springsteen. That's right. Oh man, but yeah, this is like I said. This is just reading about it in the. In the book too, I just like I said, I just reread the the book Born to Run, mm-hmm. and he really goes into just saying like um, his style of writing is just it's so universal. It's not it's not pinpointed down on one particular point. Like it's yeah. I don't know. He makes he makes so many points throughout this album, and I think what I took from it was this was like a, a summer long of like people he's encountered. Mm. Not necessarily. This is one person. This is yeah, yeah. He uses a lot of 
first names in the album. Right. And I'm just like, he's jumping around a lot. Like, yeah. Did he hook up with a bunch of chicks? Is that Probably. What this about? <laughs> he's the boss. So. Because this is about Mary, who then Gaslight goes to adopt, and every song of theirs is about Mary. Mary, yep. But this is the only time you hear the word Mary, if I'm not wrong, in the whole album. And it's, then he goes on to Terry and Wendy and Cherry. And all the others. <laughs> people, people thought that was more like from a religious point of view oh, the whole okay. Mary thing the which Virgin Mary I mean I can kind of get that but I, I, don't, I don't like to dig too deep into what yeah. you know he's he's doing there yeah that's yeah, fun to dig deep yeah, yeah. <laughs> hang meaning on everything <laughs> um, yeah I just I, I also love the whole uh, the common theme in the album is just like getting in a car and yeah. like driving you know what yeah. I mean and that's kind of what this is a, the whole this whole song to me I mean, at face value, if there is a deeper meaning, I haven't found it. But it's just him trying to get a girl to come in his car so they could go somewhere. You know yeah. what I mean? And, just uh, live a little. Yeah, and just how he's just sitting in the car waiting. Like, I just picture he's in, like, some sweet-ass car, too. Like, yeah. not some beer. <laughs> <laughs> probably at the, probably now it'll be some sweet-ass car. Yeah, yeah. At the time, who knows? And I, I looked it up. This is his third album. I didn't know that. Yes, the first two did not do well at all. Really? Really, really... Um, I, I I know the first one that Greetings from Asbury Park. Yes. That like picture is super iconic. Like yes. the, the artwork of like it looks like a postcard almost. Yep. And I've seen that ripped off a bunch, and I never knew oh, where yeah. it came from. I'm like, oh okay, that's you know that's Bruce's artwork. That's Bruce's. Oh yeah. And a lot of people, you've seen it. I've even seen. You know who used to wear it? The Dugley Boys. Oh, is it that? It was like Greetings from Dugleyville. Okay. Yeah. And I remember my mom was she I was she wasn't <laughs> watching it, but she was walking yeah. by and she was like they. That's off of uh, Bruce. Bruce's mm. album. And I was like, <laughs> at the time, it was like 99 yeah. or 8. I'm like, that's the Dudleys. Yeah, that's the Dudleys. But, um, uh, any Anything else on Thunder Road? I think that's it. I think we, like I said, I'm going to, tomorrow I'm just going to be like, yeah. fuck. This, this is my favorite song on the album. That was your favorite, Thunder yeah, Road? Yeah, like, like it was between this and Born to Run, and I'm like, ah. Eh. I'm not going to say Born to Run because that's the obvious answer, so I'm going to pick Thunder Road. Yeah, but, you go off the, the... But Thunder Road like I was a song I would like reset and reset and like re-listen to, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I would listen to it on repeat. Yeah. Excellent catch. Like If someone hasn't heard it before, yeah, it's definitely something to get I think just the whole structure of it is, is almost like a like a three-act arc of, again, like he's literally just sitting in his car, but the, the way the music, like the... Not the lyrics, but the music carries the story and, and making it right. feel like a really long story. Right, is really cool. Oh, absolutely. And that whole the outro is fucking phenomenal. <sighs> Amazing. Like, I'm pulling out of here to win. It's and then it could the, the whole thing. I love. I could listen to that for like ten minutes just. That oh little, yeah. That and riffed. Excellent. They do drag it out too, and I love that. Like I, there's so many times I'll hear a song and I'm like, oh, that part was so cool. I wish they would have, you know. Like do it more. Either not. I wish they wouldn't have sung over that, or I wish they would have dragged that out a little more. Like they do it perfectly here at the end yeah. of this song. How they just kind of pull out, stretch out that little. Outro. Oh, that's the best. Love when they do that. I could only imagine how that would sound live. See, here's the really crazy thing. This was 2009, and my mom had told me that Springsteen was coming around again. Like his, his it was the last leg of. I think it would have been. I think working on a dream album and. It was coming to Quicken Loans Arena in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. So we went, and my brother was like, hey, he's announcing dates. He's doing albums. And we just so happened to hit Born to Run. And it was really, 
strange to see like three songs and then Born to Run because a lot of those are like his end yeah, songs. Yeah. Like he was closing with Thunder Road a lot. Born to Run is usually towards the end of the night. Yeah, yeah. Um, when Clarence passed, it was Tenth Avenue Freeze Out was the closer okay. for just the longest time, and seeing it in order was just it was so fucking good. Yeah. And it was with Clarence. Yeah. And I don't know this for sure. It might have. It was one of the last times they played it in its entirety together. That's awesome. And it was just that part alone. You got chills so they had every original member not original member i think believe the drummer was different max i don't think max came on till later okay. and i know max has commented before saying about there's something in it's either born to run or thunder road where he can't quite get it oh, to sound how max he... isn't good <laughs> yeah <laughs> is max on the album i don't think so really i'm gonna look it up now so kill time <laughs> if he if he is it I'm, I'm mistaken, but I don't, I don't think so. Um, here we go. No, there's He's, just special. It says all songs by Bruce Springsteen. He might not have been on this one yet. Well, they, he at no point credits the E Street Band on this. Well, that's is that that's a whole thing too because okay, they yeah, say I don't, yeah, I don't know anything about Bruce. If, well, if it wasn't it, clear, it, it's yeah, it's it's tough too because. The first two albums weren't Max either. Really? You know, and a lot of other people joined later, like Steve Van Zandt. They all joined later. Um, the, the biggest, I guess, bitch with fans was Bruce was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 99, but just by himself. But he performed with the E Street Band. And I guess it was just like one of those things that was assumed like, oh, you're with yeah, the yeah. E Street Band. But they, did, they got inducted a few years later, so it okay. kind of it made up for that so i did um, find it um max is credited on thunder road all of the songs except born to run so ernest carter played the drums on born to run he was the original I, I think he's on the first two albums if i'm not mistaken who that ernest i think yeah so so max didn't performed born to run so he probably is just like i've never played it in my life yeah that's funny i know at one point he said there was a point he couldn't get it so he just said fuck it i'm not doing it yeah. so what's the story with him i know we're kind of taking a detour but it's no, no. still on point do you know the story with him like on conan like why wasn't he touring with bruce or did they have a falling out or something or was he just like i accepted a job and i'm not doing that anymore i think I mean, from my knowledge of that was, it was when Bruce, because Bruce broke up the E Street Band in 98 or 99. Just, they, do you know why? They went on, oh no, you know what, it actually hurt myself, it was before that, because he put out two albums, he might have broken them up before that, because he he did, because he put out two albums, um, Human Touch and Lucky Town, like 94 or 5, so they were broken up for a long mm-hmm. period of time there, and then I guess obviously people just did other stuff. Um, as I'm trying to find it here real quick, because <laughs> I know I know there's like a um, there was a, a gap between like them getting back together. Yeah, um, it's funny because like I like I watched Conan growing up just because it was like on TV and like when I was going to bed, so I'd watch it all the time. And Max was a big part of Conan, just like he was in on bits and right. Like, the band was named after him, and I didn't know he was part of Bruce's band until like someone randomly brought it up on the show. Like yeah. someone was like, Oh, he's going to go back and join Bruce and you'll never see him again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny. Cause he's not with them anymore. It's a different drummer on Conan. Yeah. Yeah. He's not, yeah. he hasn't been back since. So actually, well, I stand corrected. It was 1989 
he broke up the band band. and he said he wanted to do solo stuff for the foreseeable future so it was kind of like yeah hiatus um and then he did three albums at that point and then they reformed was that born in the usa was that just him or was that that was east street band he did nebraska human touch and lucky town solo Okay. And the Ghost of Tom Judd solo, and then which were more like, and in Nebraska and the Ghost of Tom Judd were more like just acoustic albums, like real, okay. real, real somber uh, stuff. And then he got them back together, um, in 1999 they reunited, and that was around the time he went into a Hall of Fame. Okay. And then there were the gigantic reunion tour. I don't know if you've heard it. It was on HBO. No, see, I don't. <laughs> it was out of the loop. He sold out. Ten nights in Madison Square Garden in a row. Holy shit! And one night, some a famous director like recorded it, and they released it, and it was like uh, on a double album, and it was like a really big deal. But there was no new music with it. Yeah, it was yeah. just like just live um, greatest hits and stuff like yeah. that. And then you know stuff started to kind of roll, and they started putting together this new album. Mm. And then this was right around the time that the nine eleven thing happened. And I know the nine eleven thing, yeah. <laughs> the chronicles of nine eleven. I know this the legend. I'm making hand gestures. Yeah, people can't see, but the the. I think it was apparent in the way you inflicted the word legend. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Were doing air quotes. I don't know if it's true. I've heard this like nine million times and on other people's podcasts and stuff like that. But I guess Springsteen was walking down the street, and someone rolled down their window. It was like right after nine eleven, and was like. Hey, we we need you right now, and like I don't know if that's like what's because st- yeah, a lot of the funny. songs he wrote for the Rising, which is the reformation of the East Street Band and stuff, mm-hmm. he wrote before nine eleven. Okay, but people just adapted them to oh gotcha. 9-11, So that's kind of a brief. East I Street, saw that like he East Street Band looking it up. I saw he put out an album in twenty fourteen. Is that a new one or is that more like a compilation? That would be a new one. Oh, he is put that out a new one. High hopes. I don't remember what it was called. I can look it up what it's called right here. I know he, he put out a lot of the stuff has been has been new. Um, I can't believe these they're still making music. Yeah, it's it's nuts. Because he's got I mean I, that was like his fourteenth album or something crazy like oh, that. Yeah. Twenty He's got fuck you money now. So he doesn't <laughs> 18 have eighteen do studio albums he's released. It's insane. Do you have every one? Yes. <laughs> no, you don't see it. Really. I do. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. Every single one. And some are, some are. Uh, do any of them suck, or any just like, yeah, that one sucked. Suck. See, this. I can't say suck, but well, I can no, say no, I can no, say no, I'm not suck, a fan. You know? Of, yeah. You know, there's there's others I I prefer. Obviously, I wasn't a fan of the, kind of the solo stuff at times with like uh, okay. um, Lucky Town and Human Touch. Some of that kind of got a little. Uh, I don't say repetitive. They both sounded the same. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, High Hopes was the one I was talking about. High Hopes, yeah. And, like, looking, I just looked up his discography and it tells you the chart positions. This was number one in every chart position. How's it really? Like, I, it's one of, like, how have I never heard of that? It came out four years ago. Yeah. Well, I think High Hopes itself is a cover, if I'm not mistaken. Like, this. The song itself is a cover, but then everything else on there is, is new. Yeah, it says Tim Scott McConnell. Yeah, so that was the cover. Actually, um, the guy from the Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, I did. On I, there. Uh, Tom. Morello. Morello. 
I know Rage Against the Machine had a cover of the Ghost of Tom Joad. Yeah, he was a really big fan of that song. Yeah. And then they recorded it for that album, actually, with, like, the full band. Oh, okay. So it was on Ghost of Tom Joad, then it was on High Hopes. It was, okay. like, a bonus special <laughs> edition type. Interesting. For that one. Yeah, really, really cool stuff. He actually, we saw him live with them. Steve Van Zandt was out um, filming a TV show or something, mm. and Tom filled in for Steve wow. and did, like, a bunch of... And you saw it? Yeah. Yeah, so you saw Bruce and Tom Morello? Yeah. That's crazy. It was the the best was probably at Hershey Park. Mm-hmm. They performed at Hershey Stadium, which that place smells like shit. I don't know what it was. <laughs> we got there. It literally stunk so fucking bad. And you, you can ask Nick when he when you ask ask my brother, what what's your first memory of that show? He's gonna say it smelled like shit. Because it did it stunk so bad there. That's wild. But literally we were so he has this weird thing. It's called the pit, okay? Basically, if you buy a general admission ticket, there's a chance that you could be in front of everybody else in this lottery he does. Oh, okay. So basically, you go early, you get a wristband, and then you come back at a certain time, and they draw names out. And there's only like two or 300 people in this pit, like front, front row. And he draws your your name, and then they count them off. Right, right. So we missed the pit, but we got in early enough where we were f- basically front row for general admission. Yeah. Standing. So we could see like everything right there. Yeah, yeah. And um they did um it's it's a d- different album, but they did it's called um um shit, I just drew a blank. The 1978 version of Prove It All Night. Okay. And it was one of those ones where like he would do this really awesome solo intro to it that he just stopped doing. And that's why they called it the yeah. 78 version because he didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. And I think it was only like four or five times he's performed it, and that was uh, one of the okay. times, which was just, that's oh, awesome. my God. You get just <laughs> choked up thinking about it. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, uh, we can move on to 10th Avenue Freeze 10th Out. 10th Avenue Freeze Out, The yes. second song. Now, this uh, largely different than Thunder Road because yes. it, this is more of like a – a rock song and like how it, it's kind of upbeat the whole time whereas right. Thunder Road kind of has like I said that arc where it kind of slowly build, builds up and evolves right Freeze Out is more standardly structured if you ask me which yeah, yeah. isn't take nothing away from the song but right. it's just complete transition from one song to the other yeah, yeah. Um, when I first heard it I thought he was saying 10th Avenue Freestyle <laughs> really yeah <laughs> Because, again, I didn't have the song titles. Oh, so, right, right, right. So I didn't know the name of the song was Freeze Out. Yeah. Well, too, with the music, too, it kind of, like, not cuts off, but it's so loud. Yeah. Sometimes it's, you, it's easy to miss a lyric from that. Yeah, there's, like, a – I really like the like the driving piano behind this song. Yes. You know how crazy it is. Very, very good. And it's, like, I love that in the book they asked him what the what does 10th Avenue Freeze Out mean. And he was like, I don't know, but it's important. Yeah. <laughs> That's so there's really not, like, a, a – uh, thing for that particular yeah. title, but obviously it's about the band getting together, yeah, and yeah. the formation. And I, I always like that because it's like, hey, is that about my friends? Yeah, you know. I I like how he calls himself what he's bad scooter. <laughs> oh, um, and then his and then his saxophoner is uh the big man. big man. <laughs> bad scooter. Oh, that's to see them do that live was that was really? another one too. I mean, you could just tell how much fun they were having. And, yeah. And his, Clarence had this just presence. When he would play the saxophone, it would, no matter where you were, you, if the volume, it would go right, it would almost yeah. push you back with That's how awesome. loud it was. And um, that was always one of my favorites. I loved yeah. it. I mean, freeze out. Um, 
Yeah, this one was one I when I first. I don't know. I, I this was the one that really didn't stick on me at first, but as I kept listening to it and taking in all the layers and everything, I'm like, wow, this is like really cool. How, you know, there's like saxophone on piano on guitar. You know. Yeah. What I mean? Oh yeah. Like the horn section really did an awesome job. Yeah. With with this. And if you want to go, obviously we're not gonna play it here because it's so long. But <laughs> if you go on YouTube uh-huh. from New York City that Sugar we talking about, there's a great version of 10th Avenue Freeze Out. It's like 20 minutes long. Oh, wow. But he tells this gigantic story in the middle. That's cool. And it's basically about him, like, um, you know, the, the getting over depression and, like, you oh, know. okay. So, so basically, it pulls everything in together. He introduces the band, and it's just really powerful stuff. Was so it before or after uh, Big Man Dies? Oh, uh, this was uh, the before, because this was the reunion okay. tour. So it was, like, 99, 2000. But really cool. Yeah. Cool to hear live. That's that story and stuff. Yeah, this is one that I. Uh, it's like one I can't believe I've I haven't heard before, just because of how it seems like it's just such a. A good classic rock song. Right. You know what I mean? With with no really gimmicks to it. Um. It's um, a shame it's not more popular. Yeah, I always it's, it's that. one of those ones. I'm just like how. How isn't this like such a big song? Because it, it's it's such an easy listen, you know what I yep. mean? And it's 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 not that long. Yeah, Three that's minutes. another good part. <laughs> I love me some short songs. <laughs> but the thing with the, so the thing with this whole album is, anytime he does have a long song, it has that. I go back to the word like that evolution to it, where yep. it kind of changes and wraps, and it doesn't feel like you're getting bored and like repetitive. Right. Like. Uh, the last jungle land is a really good example of that how it oh yeah you know like kind of dips in the middle and then comes back up <laughs> and you get that like the, the long solo yeah. but it, it gets to somewhere yeah. it doesn't just drown on yeah for, you know. yeah i love that definitely good stuff um yeah so it just seems like this song was about him meeting uh, the saxophone player and forming the band and that's <laughs> that's it the rest <laughs> is history <laughs> definitely um, cool stuff yeah so i remember thinking I always thought this album was like a concept album where like one song was about the next song and yada yada yada. Right, right. And I going into it, that's what I thought, and I was really confused when I first. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I guess it. I mean, it's it's more or less a central, like, uh, theme of you know escaping, like having a bad time or depression or whatever you want to call it, yeah. and like going to something that makes you happy. And this is kind of like, to me, this song was more or less like about him finding his buddy and like doing something good about it yeah you know what i mean and kind of getting out and putting himself out there and you just met someone and getting there yeah that's that's half the battle is getting there you know uh song three night night night's a good one um another great story that so yeah this one like when i f- first started like listening and reading like i was like listening to it while reading the lyrics that way i could like really absorb it right right i was just like oh crap because i totally thought it was about some chick but the more I listen to it, I'm like, I think it's he's talking about a car. Right. I mean, maybe you know more than I do about it's, it. But you, yeah, it's it's uh, you can take a lot from that that one. Yeah. Which is almost. Uh, I, I I go back to that like the there's magic in the night. I don't mm-hmm. know it's something about like he's really into like those summer yeah. nights. Like it's the perfect summer album. Yeah. Definitely not set in winter or any <laughs> shitty time. Yeah. It's it's like a, your most. Yeah. Like where it's actually warm at night and not like bitter. Yeah, it's not freezing because <laughs> I'm sure Jersey gets just as cold as yeah, Pittsburgh. Yeah, you Jersey know, can get cold. Brutal, but yeah, it's always I don't know. 
just that great great setting yeah always put you in a good mood when you hear stuff um, like that the whole yeah like he it's kind of to me it's kind of about you know he like works during the day and is miserable but he's like looking forward to you know i after I get off, I can take my car and just go wherever the fuck I want yeah. and drive around. And that's that's a big thing with his stuff is is the blue collar like yeah. the blue collar worker. You know, I, I work, I work, I work, mm. and then I get to. But I'm gonna make sure I have the time of my life on nights and weekends. Like I, I love the line: uh, "Lock up the house, turn off the lights, and step out into the night." Like yep. he's just like leaving his house and and he's ready. Like at face value, when I was listening to this, it's uh you know, you get up, or you, pretty much he, how he's working, and his bosses get him hell until he can get out, and then it, the line is, uh, till you're out on a midnight run, losing your heart to a beautiful one. Yeah. I was just like, okay, this is about some girl, but he keeps referencing, uh, he keeps referencing his car, like, as a female, and I'm like, oh, okay, like, right, that's, that's, a, that's a common thing to do. Oh, yeah. And, and I didn't really pick up on it until I really, like, read the lyrics, uh. Oh, Yeah. The whole line, she's so pretty that you're lost in the stars. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then uh, as you jock your way for the car, sit at the light, and then it changes green. Oh, Off you amazing. scream into the night or yep. something. You know, I'm like, oh, okay, this is totally about just he just wants to get out and drive his car because oh, yeah. it's sweet. There's... Which is like going back to Thunder Road, how I said I, I just picture him in a sweet car. Oh, yeah, like the most <laughs> badass-looking car. I love the – right at the end when Clarence has that awesome saxophone just blaring. Yeah. It, just, it's, it always comes in at the perfect – timing you know but no night is awesome awesome song um yeah this this is like a good uh it's another one that's not really doesn't have that evolution to it it's more or less kind of like a quick structured song yep but i really like the uh oh yeah just how the music drives it well along and uh like going back to like 10th Avenue Freeze Out is probably one that like the piano kind of carries the song and th- this one he kind of doesn't shut up the entire time yeah, not, yeah. not in a bad way but like he's he's more or less just pelting out words the he's, entire time he's getting it out yeah oh yeah whereas it almost like his voice is driving this one whereas in 10th Avenue Freeze Out it felt like the music was like carrying it along yeah oh yeah to me that's that's kind of like the difference between these two here that's yeah this was a good one for me I, I really liked this song um just kind of like escaping the work day to do what you want and in his case it was it's free <laughs> drive yeah. really fast exactly um just kind of the theme of born to run again is is just you there's know, you're some, not something out there i think there's is there a line in this song it's something about you work nine to five and somehow you survive till the night till or the something night, like yeah. that. that to me that's that's pretty much the whole idea of this album is right is you gotta you know look forward to what you want to do and they're born to run meaning you know you don't need to stay in one spot. Right. You can just go do what you want to do. I think, too, no matter how shitty and how down life can, can bring you to, there's always a way to, to bring it up. Yeah. There's always things you can do to, to get out of it. And I think that's that's a really great message he's putting yeah. out there. I think uh, I'll probably play Night right here. Yeah. I always play songs in. I, so. I would. So here's Night by Bruce Springsteen. Enjoy.
Yeah. It was like a second to us, we're but just... you you sat there and had to listen to a whole song. Yeah. Um. Now here, Backstreets is probably my least favorite song on the album. Really? Yeah. yeah. And I know I I remember you were like talking like you were like excited. You're like, oh, did you listen to Backstreets? Yet? Yeah. And I was yeah. just like, man, I didn't like it. You're like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love that song. Yeah. Man, is it? It's it's so sad though. Yeah. Just so <laughs> terribly sad, but. Oh, is it good? <laughs> <laughs> Almost like I think that's where Gaslight gets the um we always play the sad, sad songs. Yeah. I, for some reason, I don't know why, probably not, but that's always where I go back to. Mm-hmm. When I think of that lyric, I think of Backstreets. But <clears throat> Backstreets again is just that it's it goes with the with the the what we're dealing with here, that whole summer mm. fling and, and, and the you know your ups and your downs, and obviously this is when it comes down. Yeah. Where it can't just be all perfect the whole time. Um, a lot of people have said, too, they think um, um, Terry's a boy. I've heard that. Oh, yeah. Theory. I didn't really get... I was, Put like, trying to... This is one I couldn't really, like... There's just... I couldn't really pinpoint any right. true meaning to it other than, like... They really were pushing that for a while, like, those, like the theories online that oh, Terry okay. was a boy. But then... He had some unreleased stuff and just like stuff that he didn't put out. And yeah. originally, she's the one was in Backstreets. Like a lot of the lyrics were in oh, Backstreets. Okay. So it kind of makes it like, well, no, because yeah. he's he's calling her her. Yeah. In, oh, in yeah. this, you know what I mean? And There's she no and her she and her. So, you know. Yeah, he says Terry a lot in this song. He doesn't say like you or her. Or you know what I mean? No, and a lot of people thought too it might have been like a, a friendship that went wrong. Yeah, I mean, what the first line is, me and Terry became friends, so it doesn't imply that they're they're not. Bugging. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't know what they're doing. Yeah, but they're doing something. Um, but then he says something about slow dancing, right? Which slow is dancing like, in the I dark. Don't, you don't do that with your friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, there's that dancing in the dark. I'm like. Oh yeah, I shit. I don't know why that's that catches you because before yeah. you listen to the hits, obviously first, like I did. Yeah. And then when you hear that, you're like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. Telling us the future. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, just really, really that that middle part so powerful though. The whole Which... um, when the breakdown hit at midnight, there was nothing left to say, but I hated him and I hated you when you went away. Yeah. Like he. I think in a lot of this too, it's one of those things where with this guy, live it's just, I mean it's unreal. Yeah. It, it he's you can tell it's still, and I don't know this might just be me reading into it. It still affects him singing that yeah. song. Like I to, to me when you look at it, that's what the friendship or the relationship or whatever ended at that point. He still has that, you know. He yeah. still feels that when he sings it. So it's very very, uh, you know. There's a very heartbreaking. That that line you just like how he kind of delivers like a uh, um, that line you just said. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a Tim Berry song where he delivers a line that's very similar in right. the exact like like kind of impacting at the end of every sentence. Yeah. Like that'll, uh, um, I I don't know what the right word is. Pentameter the right word where you're kind of like inflicting like the same line or the same. It's, it's part of every yeah, sentence. with a lot of meaning yeah. just fired up yeah. behind it, and I think, again, the drums coming in behind that is yeah. just—it's so powerful. There's a Tim Berry song that 
almost it's it's not word for word but it's it's kind of like that uh flow that, yes. that same flow yep. and it, and it very, I obviously I heard the Tim Berry song before I had this because right, I just right. started listening to this right but I was just like oh shit like this is that Tim Berry like in that one song his flow there I'll, I'll have to show you it maybe it'll make more sense when I yeah no 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 when I play it for I you. definitely get what you're saying though, yeah. that 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 just delivery yeah. is is so crucial sometimes um see I I guess what I didn't like about this song is it's it's the end of side one you know what i mean yeah like at, yeah in yeah. the vinyl days this is like the last you know and then you flip over and get to yep. the side two yep. um and i just i don't know i think it just dragged on a little too long for me and, it's a, a long song yeah it's a long and the song. whole like the outro is just him repeating hiding in the back street <laughs> <laughs> and i that just was, is, again <laughs> i don't know yeah i guess i'm just not a fan of it i think i can totally respect it though the the heartbreak though is just I just can't get over how profound like the um see I guess you dark, took a, like see, an angel on my chest I didn't take anything like that from this song so maybe I gotta re-listen to it it's, like, you know what too it's it's all in like I've heard so many different versions of it too yeah. and like the live stuff from from on Sirius when they play like the 70s and 80s concerts he would do this big like story in the, he liked to do stories but the yeah. story in the middle of Backstreets was like um uh, just this heartbreak where he's saying like you know it was a different song from the river he was using into it like just putting in lyrics showing how like he, he samples from here and here, yeah, and here. Yeah. but um just a heartbreak of like you know that time and how that 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 affected him and stuff like that it's it is it's emotional live and um yeah hiding on the back streets it's pretty <laughs> but i like too it doesn't it, it's it's one of those it's a sad song but also at the end they're delivering with the music it's yeah, not just yeah. so like dreary and, and depressing yeah this this is like another one that kind of uh going against thunder road where it's more or less just uh a thought process you know while he's singing his car this is more like a whole story arc you know what i mean it, right it seems like years and years went by during this song oh yeah this is towards the end of like the yeah. summer and, and things have turned i like that too though because it's not like the happy ending yeah you know things always don't happen the way you want them to yeah it's interesting i'll have to go back and listen to it with with that thought process but i never uh it's a tearjerker live. <laughs> not from experience, right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, that leads us into the title track, "Born to Run," Born which to is run. song one of disc or song one of side two. Side two. You know what I mean, which is uh, that's the one. Yeah, this. I mean, I, everyone's heard this, right? Like, this is one that's like you. I'll hear it before I even knew who Bruce Springsteen. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, Born to Run. Born to Run. And I didn't know that was like a Bruce Springsteen song right. until I actually like knew who Bruce Springsteen was. Oh yeah, everyone's heard it at least yeah. once, and it's just, you know. I love the way the first verse is delivered. He's kind of like just mumbling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is like a Spru- uh, Springsteen like trope where he's like, everyone says like, I can never understand him. You yeah. Know what I mean, it was like, what did he just say? <laughs> Uh, but that whole the, the whole first line is great uh, not the first line but the first like verse until he gets to cause tramps like us we were born to run yeah oh yeah um, which is another thing like he, he going back to his whole car thing is uh, um, you know he, he wants to get in this car or uh, maybe it's a motorcycle in this cause he says something about wrap your legs and strap your hands across yeah yeah so whatever it is he wants to get into a fast thing and, and get the hell out of there he's getting out of there he's he's fed up with yeah. the, like he's fed up with where he's at yeah 
the, there's a, I don't know who it is, it's a comedian or something, but he tells this really great joke where, um, I don't know if it really happened. Jersey was trying to get this as, like, their state song. Yeah, I, I, I know what you're talking about, And yeah. he, like, goes through the lyrics yeah. one sentence at a time, yeah. and he was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, he's, yeah. It's, it's a death whole... trap. It's a suicide rap. You know, like, it's. Yeah, we've ride through the mansions of glory in suicide machines, which is just fast cars, but calling them suicide machines yeah, is, is yeah. so dark. It is. It's really, <laughs> it just gets you a little yeah. bit, you know. Another cool, I don't, see, this was another part, like a legend i guess the house he recorded born to run in um someone went into the room that he would stay in and there was the the disney character on the wall wendy mm-hmm. and yeah you were, were telling saying, me like the from that's, Peter Pan. yep yeah, that's, that's where he, he he's getting we talked about this during the uh, chance the rapper album because there was a yes there's a song where he says wendy a lot and yep. that's it's about wendy from uh, Peter Pan. Peter Pan. And like that, that you were saying, this is a, also about Wendy from Peter Pan. Which yeah. Is, which is really cool because, like, that's, like, as I was, like, looking it up, no, at, you know, and reading the lyrics, nowhere did I, you know, put those two together. But that's really cool because I remember yeah. you were saying that. Like, how cool, like, you don't always need, like, that yeah. really drawn out thing. Sometimes it's right on the wall. <laughs> and this is, yeah, this is, uh, I think, the second mention of it. Diff- or no, there was, so there was Mary and then Terry. Mm hmm. Which is a boy That's, or a girl, yeah. You know. And then in this, it's Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> so we're getting, we're, we're yeah. There, so he's yeah. going, he's going through a lot. He's going through them. <laughs> this summer. Which but, at that time, I guess that's what you do, though. You're trying to find, you know, yeah. Trying to find anything. I love the whole chrome wheeled, fill injected in, stepping out over the line. <laughs> and then he goes, oh. oh! <laughs> <laughs> Rips Actually, I still have that back. video. That you sent me. You were driving home some. It was really late at night, <laughs> and I was just singing. You it. were just singing, it, but it was funny because you were like mumbling the beginning. Yeah, of the I words. didn't know any of the words. You're just like, you just gotta get to that. Oh, that's what you're going for. Yeah. That's what you want to hear. You know, <laughs> it's really cool too. Live, um, the piano player will do that really cool thing where they just push oh. down and slide yeah, across at that point. It has a name. I forget what it's called. I don't know. What it, it's, the, yeah. <laughs> that's what I call it. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. It goes together, you know? Yeah, I don't know anyone who doesn't like this song. I remember I was listening to this on Christmas Day and was just like, this to me is a Christmas song now. <laughs> <laughs> it works. Because I always have to drive, you know, to grandparents or parents' house on Christmas, you know. Yeah, I mean? like, hey, usually on the road, yeah. on the run. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Sprung from cages 
the whole first verse about you know getting out of where he's from thinking it's like a i mean he, he uses the word death trap you know what i mean like i don't want to die here i want to get out and make something of myself yeah and then the second verse going into where he's talking to wendy yep saying uh come with me pretty much yeah you know what i mean still still falling the let's get out of here but now he wants to bring wendy along. yeah because it goes back to the whole you know that time you want somebody with you yeah yeah you know, don't care who it is but yeah. you want somebody beauty but hey you are right exactly <laughs> <laughs> i love the the way he delivers that uh wrap your legs around these velvet rims strap your hands across my edges i feel like he's like shaking mad <laughs> oh yeah <saying>. yeah <laughs> i just love that imagery like uh strap your hands across my engines like it i guess he's talking about his heart maybe i think yeah it would be like you because know. like I, yeah i picture like her getting on a motorcycle wrap your legs around it and, and strap your arms That's, yeah oh yeah and it's it's cool because like you you do feel that though like he's almost pleading yeah with the people or with the person you know like let's just i also like uh when he says, I want to know if love is loud, babe, I want to know if love is real. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's still searching for something, too. It's not yeah. just recklessness and, you know. And an interesting thing, like, I don't know if this is reading into it too much, but in the in Thunder Road, mm-hmm. you never know if Mary gets in the car. And in this, you never know if Wendy goes along with them. <laughs> you hope. Yeah. You hope for his so, sake. Yeah. In my head, Mary never got in the car with him, so he goes and sees Wendy. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, why don't you come? <laughs> Fuck it. Go to the next yeah. house. Well, the whole, you know, tramps like us. Yeah. That we were born to run. I mean, that's... I mean, he, he blatantly <clears throat> says the the theme of the album in those three words there, which is cool. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Something really... The the magical part is, right, the one, two, three, four. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just so uplifting, yeah. I think, you know? And, uh, like I said, to see it live, is, it's it's something else. Because he, 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 he'll walk up to where the pit is and you're supposed to he's just to put your hands in the mm-hmm. air and he'll literally like hold his guitar out there and people are strumming oh, it that's and cool. that long <laughs> intro which if you're not close to it your hands are up for at least two minutes it's yeah. a long fucking time like, come on Bruce <laughs> hit the hit it but oh, it's so powerful such a powerful yeah that whole that leads into that third verse so yeah good. that third verse the way he delivers it is, is incredible to me it's just like how much emotions behind his voice and oh, yeah. like how he's more or less he's shouting it. I love that. Like I love when I feel like the person's like face is red while they're singing. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. <laughs> he's giving it all he's got here. Yeah. Like this, this was his, I feel like, well, I mean, even reading it too, his first two albums didn't do well. Yeah. So I think he, he thought he was going to get dropped from the label, which would have been you yeah. know, the end of them. And he was like, I'm, I'm throwing everything yeah. emotion I have into this and that's just what, what makes it you know there's a song by Corey Brannon called um, Survivor Blues I believe okay and there's a line in the song where uh, some he says he's it's a the song's about a boy and a girl talking to each other and they're trying to skip town mm-hmm. and the girl says to the guy um, I'm bored to death and I was born to and then he doesn't finish his sentence and goes just look we need to get out of here <laughs> I, and like he, he's referenced before like in interviews like that's his version of born to run like, right. he, he didn't he wanted to allude to it but he didn't want to say the words born to run in this song because he thought it'd be cheesy oh yeah so he literally says I was born to look we, we just need to get out of here <laughs> <laughs> well that's it's weird too because if you talk to like other Springsteen fans too that's like sacred ground like they a lot of people don't think that song should be covered 
really? you don't like when people perform it with him. <laughs> it's a weird thing. I, I mean, know, I, I, I kind of get it too. Yeah. Like that's that's that so, is sacred ground in my eyes too. Springsteen songs I feel like would be so hard to cover because they have the whole Ugh. brass section, the piano. Like you would need like a full band, and at that point, it's just like, what are you doing covering songs? Just yeah. start performing. You don't need fourteen people <laughs> yeah. in the band to, to just just to cover us. Yeah. Song. I, yeah. I did. I watched a cover of this on YouTube. It's probably like the most popular cover. It's just like two dudes, mm-hmm. uh, and obviously they have like the rest of the bands, but it's two singers, and it, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it's definitely. It's an incredible song, yeah. but I mean, I love people. People have said that to me though. Like, yeah. In the in the crowds and stuff, they're like, "Yeah, no, no. <laughs> don't cover Born don't, Run. Don't fucking do it, or don't don't go up there and perform it." Like. Yeah. Sometimes he'll bring that dickhead Joe Gashecki up on stage. I don't know who he is. A fucking asshole. <laughs> so he's some local Pittsburgh guy that knows Bruce, and Bruce will bring him up. Uh, okay. And he'll perform with him. Real dickbag though. <laughs> and um, he's a shitty band in Pittsburgh. They just garbage. But everyone was like, "Don't fucking bring him up for uh, Born to Run." Born to run. And I, I don't think they have. Yeah. To my memory, now I could be wrong. That's funny. They're just like, yeah, fuck off stage. Yeah. So this is like his. Free Bird, you know. Yeah. What I mean, this is like his big song. What people want to see. Yeah I, yeah, I don't think I've seen him probably ten, eleven times, and it's been every. Yeah, I was gonna say, does he play it every time live, or yeah. is it kind of one of those things where he'll like tease it and be like, "No, you gotta pay to see it. You know, you pay me again." Yeah, no, it's 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 yeah. it's there, and it's really cool. It's usually towards the end of the show, he'll turn on all the lights, uh, okay. so you can see like everything. And that's awesome. I, I've said this to my brother and my girlfriend a few times. Something about Born to Run and Dancing in the Dark just bring out the teenager in the crowd that we're in. Oh, yeah. Because it's technically an older crowd. Yeah, yeah. What is this? What, 78? 75. So you have a little bit, but they instantly go like, Yeah. they flip back. People are standing on people's shoulders. (laughs) Um Couples are just making out in that's front of awesome. you and like bumping into you. Like it, they, that's where they, yeah. you know, because it's back and it's awesome to kind of see because it is. It's taking them back to this time in their life where, you know, and it's not like he he, he undersells it. Yeah, I yeah. mean the guy plays. I think last time we saw him it was like thirty seven songs, almost four hours. Like he doesn't skip on how pricey tickets are. Yeah, you know, it's you're getting your money's worth. Yeah, the, this is one like I'll hear on the radio all the time and get really excited about. And... It was just it was nice listening to it in the car. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Like I said, that's that is the one though. And the, this is yeah another one that kind of it, it starts out uh, with that slow mumbling. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it it, it feels like a, a heavier song from the get go. Oh when yeah. It gets into that last verse where he's actually yelling, and it's funny because him yelling is actually he's singing more clearly than he was. Oh yeah. He was just like mumbling when he's talking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know the one thing that Ben Stiller used to have a show, like the Ben Stiller show, mm-hmm. and that was one of his bits was um, counting with Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> he just go, huh, huh, huh. I remember like, my brother despises Ben Stiller, like just hates him with a passion. Yeah. So I'm sure that like, it's almost like, yeah, I don't, don't, don't show him. <laughs> and this leads into She's the One, She's which the is like one. another, I, I, I've heard this before. I, I like went through and listened to this album. Yeah. Um, just that end, like, oh, she's the one. I love the drums in this. It's so That's good. just, like, really familiar to me. Oh, yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, I like to, looking at the lyrics, the first verse mm-hmm. is in the first person, where he's kind of like, 
he sees does he say a name in this one is it maybe not i don't think so but he's talking about a girl obviously yeah yeah um he's pretty much describing a girl from his point of view like this is where i saw her this is what she was wearing this is what she looked like kind of uh, yeah just like to simplify it and then he says she's the one and in the second verse he's talking to himself in the second person mm-hmm. where he's kind of like in his own head saying like uh you got to do it you got to go talk to her you, you know what i mean which oh, i yeah. think is cool because he keeps saying i i i a lot and then the second verse he's saying you 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 but he's still talking about he's himself. still oh yeah and th- the thing i love about it too is i think it's because he's, de- he's definitely in this type of in in his world at the time he's experimenting he's like trying you know obviously mm. there's different people that come into the your life and there are people that come into your life that you know necessarily aren't the best people to have around but at the time you're like man i really want to get to know them or talk to them so i think that's like the the underlining tone too because he'll say like you know um i wish he'd just leave me alone and yeah. then like but he knows like she does things um um just trying to get him almost to like you know he knows she's probably not the best type of girl, <laughs> but at the time it's like you know, okay, this yeah. is this is what I need to to to, to get through. Um, almost saying like, okay, she's the one, but I, I don't think he's saying she's the one. She's the one. I think he's just saying she's like a one, <laughs> and that's how I took it. You know yeah. what I mean? I always thought that, kind of like yeah. not a shot at the girl, but kind of a shot at the girl. You know. There's uh, the hardest stone reference, which Gaslight makes a lot in this song. Yes. He says French kisses won't break that hardest stone. Oh yeah. Which is kind of like going to what you said is just like she's not gonna do me any good. But yeah. she's the one. <laughs> but she's the one. And but at the time it's shine like the midnight sun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the um those angel eyes that she tells me the desperate lies, I was always like, Man, yeah. that's so good. <laughs> and that I mean you, you do you have people like that though, where they might not be in your life for very long but you remember them and like you just remember them being like when they were with you it was like man these are they're just such a good person like, you yeah. didn't really like them and stuff and then you're like but in the back of your mind you're like kind of a shithead or kind of an <laughs> asshole and stuff like that and but at the, at the time you know you're not you're not worried about that you'll worry about that later down the yeah, road yeah which is what you know i think he's kind of going back to that too almost yeah this was a good one i this uh was probably like my third or fourth favorite mm-hmm. on the album. Uh, we can move on to unless you do you have anything else to add for this. I think it's that's pretty yeah. Like I I, I, I like it. Yeah, I, I mean I, I like the whole first verse, second verse change where he's you know talking to himself and then or talking about himself. It's almost like a pep talk in the yeah yeah yeah. yeah he's like, like in the second one he's the second verse he's more or less like psyching himself up. <laughs> <laughs> It leads to meeting across the river. Yes. Um, I liked this song a lot, even though it's like super uh, simple and and slow and uh, and almost forgotten. I feel like really as, as, as far as like Born to Run goes, which it's not a long album. No, yeah, only there, eight there's songs. Longer songs, but I always feel like this one gets um, just lost in the shuffle. I mean, there's so many yeah. stuff being thrown at you that this is. Um, Habits, but oh, it's one of my favorites. Like, it's just, it's so good. Yeah. That, that short, keep it simple. I like that he's clearly telling a story here. And uh, he he's not letting, like, complicated music get in the way. It's yeah. just, like, more or less, like, it's a somber story. Right. Know, about, about, right. I guess, I guess some dude who is selling drugs is what it seems like to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, <laughs> hey, Eddie. <laughs> yeah, you need to ride to go sell some drugs. And he's yeah. like, pretty much psyching Eddie up. Like, look, you got to be you got to be cool. You can't say anything. You can't smile. Right. He gives him something. Pretend this is a gun. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then this is where he says Cherry. Yeah, he Cherry's stole Cherry's radio, pissed. and now she's pissed. But yep. he's gonna he's gonna pay her back for it. <laughs> but that's the new girl he has. <laughs> After Wendy moved on to Cherry, he's on the Cherry now. <laughs> but they gotta stay cool tonight, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great, great storytelling. Yeah, you know the, what I mean, I I remember like when I first this was one that immediately like I knew what it was every time it would come around when it would start up i was just like okay this is that song about him selling drugs yeah oh yeah yeah i don't even know what it's called now meeting across the river yeah like i i just knew it as that song he's going to sell he's going to sell drugs he's going to sell drugs (laughs) and needs a ride he's turned yeah he got a ride he's got to go do it um when he says uh got a meeting with a man on the other side i like how he draws that out yeah like he's showing just he has that range. Yeah. That I like. Uh, and it's, it seems like I mean I, maybe it's not from the perspective of Bruce, but just some some person who is trying to sell drugs for money. Yeah. And uh, like struggling, and it kind of gives you that grimy like inner city feel where like the person's like he can't really afford anything, and he's he's blowing through money, and he sells his girlfriend's radio, and just trying to. He's like, but I got two thousand bucks. Like that's gonna save him like two grand. You yeah, know? yeah, like, yeah. How long is that gonna like, last, you dude? Exactly. <laughs> you blow through it in a day. Yeah, and then it, it just seems like because he, it seems like he's been down this road before. Because I'm looking at the lines now. Uh, he's saying like this guy's the real deal or something like that. Yeah. Where it's like you wouldn't say that if you hadn't done this before and Eddie was just like, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, Eddie, like this is the real shit. Like, let's go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just great, great storytelling. Yeah. And I, I like how it's a lot of this album. It, there's no really conclusions like this. This mm-hmm. is just him trying to get Eddie to give him a ride, but he never says whether Eddie gives him a ride or whether he makes the deal or how it goes. Yeah. Or, you know, if he does get that money, he's more or less saying like, this is what's gonna happen. Like he has his hopes up, but yeah. he, they they never really conclude like what how the story goes. And then it's just kind of like left open. Yeah, you know, you don't know. <clears throat> That's kind of like in in Board and Run. You never know if when he gets on the bike. Yeah, is he on the bike? Bu- yeah, Thunder Road. You never know if Mary gets in the car. Exactly. This one, you never know if Eddie gives him the ride. It's always yep. <laughs> it's just left out there. Yeah, it seems like his writing style for this was like, I want it to be more about thought processes and attempts rather than like good conclusions just, or outcomes right right yeah, like it more or less like the protagonist in all these songs is just making an attempt because he doesn't like the where he's at yep oh yeah but yeah i, I really liked this one it and it's it's one of those like it's a slower one and at first i was just like i don't think i'm gonna like this song but after like i'm like oh, okay this is like a cool story it catches you yeah definitely catches you and it's like it, to me it's the most standard structured one like there's like it's like four lines pause four lines pause four yep. lines pause you know? oh yeah more like a i could say like a poem almost yeah absolutely written. and then that leads us into jungle land jungle land where this this one was hard to take in at first just because of how long it and like it's how many different verses there was and he keeps like he jumps around a lot oh yeah see in the this one as opposed to every other song this one to me has the definitive end like yeah where he's just like, this is what happened to the people in the story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
this is the this is the ending of, of the born to run. You know what yeah, I mean? This is yeah. the good the good ending that you get. Well, I, see, I didn't take it as a good ending. Maybe I'm wrong, but well, he talks about what the Rat King or whatever Rat Man, Magic Rat, and the girl with no shoes. Yeah. Yep. And then at the end of the song, well, I guess without jumping ahead, uh, he's talking about Magic Rat, mm-hmm. and he goes and he finds a barefoot girl. And he gets her in the car. Yep. I guess oh, no, yeah. something the the first guy could never do is get a girl in the car. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So he's there now. Yeah, so he's he finally it. gets a girl in the car and then skip ahead to, you know, him to kind of describing the city. And drinking warm warm beer yeah. out of a dodge. Uh the song ends after that saxophone solo, uh where he says, uh, rat, the rat's own dreams gun him down as yep. the shots echo down the hallways in the night no one watches when the ambulance pulls away or as a girl shuts out the bedroom light like to me rat dies and yeah. then the girl is just like fuck it like and turns out the bedroom light and kind of gives up it's almost yeah it's like there's that gang violence yeah thing to it but then there's also the love story yeah and it's kind of like so i was thinking that the girl killed the rat but upon further like yeah. I was like reading like theories and stuff, and right, someone right. said it was just the rat's lifestyle that killed him, right? Because he wanted to be a rock star. Yep. And how easy it is just to kind of get yeah. going in the wrong direction. Um, but that's that's kind of the whole arc of the song. But there's a lot in the middle we can dive into. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure you've got a lot to say. I mean, about you have it. Roy Bitten, that amazing piano intro. Yeah. Just, I mean, and you know exactly what's gonna happen. At the, I mean, we've we've seen him play that album out of order. Every time it starts, everyone really? just erupts. I love this piano coming. at the end too. That oh yeah, <laughs> you know what I it's mean? amazing. And the, going back to that time we saw him before with with Clarence, Clarence was doing his saxophone solo, mm. and Bruce sat on the, the stage and just went like this and just watched him for that whole time because <laughs> he was in awe of it too. You know, it's it's really incredible to see yeah. live. I read a thing while researching this song. Uh, that sax solo took them 16 hours to record. And I guess it was straight, like, Bruce wouldn't let him leave. And he's like, we got to get it right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a great documentary for anybody who wants to, like, dig in more of this. It's on the 30th anniversary of Born to Run. Um, he literally, they just show him in the studio and how crazy he would get. Like, mm. I think this is on a different, on the River, Making of the River documentary. Yeah. But he would literally, he would, Max would sit there with the drum. And he was, it was just hitting the snare. Like, doom. Doom. He's there for yeah. hours and hours until he got that right pitch that he wanted. Or heard it the right in his head yeah. when he was hearing um, in the studio, which is just... That's insane. It's amazing. Crazy and amazing. <laughs> yeah, I was say, amazing or insane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love the imagery in like the second verse where uh, he says, they'll meet beneath the giant Exxon sign that brings this fair city light. I just like picture a, a huge like lit up sign that, oh, yeah. you know, lighting up. But there's also the second meaning, like the Exxon sign that they're giving fuel for power that provides the city light. Like you could take it either way. You could there. go from oh yeah, I almost I always saw it as like the. I just picture like a really dark, not very well lit area. Yeah, and, then all and then of a sudden like there a huge Exxon sign. Yep. yep. That was like a, like going in. What what town is that? I don't know. Going into the city, there's that huge mattress factory sign. Yes. Yep. And like everyone was like, that's such an eyesore. But it's just like, no, that's like what you see when you, you know, go so into you that. think of. It's just like freaking 
300 feet in the air or just some crazy boom thing. and yeah. it hits you as soon as you see it there it is <laughs> i love the whole like uh the midnight gang he sampled that that like uh verse where he's kind of talking about like the griminess of his city almost where yes um you know the the barefoot girl and the rat are getting chased by the cops and you know there's all the kids that are just hanging out and oh yeah like i said it's so visual yeah you see the people not necessarily putting like a a person you know but just in yeah people are in your head rat is in your head jerry's in these people are in your head You've already put, you know, faces to them and stuff. Um, is this, is this the song where that line, uh, the kids flash guitars like switchblades? <laughs> I'm checking real quick. I'm wait. You caught me off guard. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, like switchblades. Yeah. Hustling for the record machine. Yeah, pretty much just like the kids on the streets trying to form bands and like live that lifestyle is, is what it seemed like to me like, just getting your like yeah you're like trying to pick your group to, yeah. to hang out with and um yeah but the whole the sax solo oh man that it leads into is insane I, we'll, we'll end the uh podcast with with that i, I think it's a nice song yeah. yeah give us some more time to stretch out nice. it'll be a long podcast because we're it ending with be. a 10 minute song but Enjoy it though. Listen to the whole thing. I'm telling you. It, yeah. At first, you guys are like, "Oh, it's ten minutes," but it's it's the, it's a work of art. I mean, I've said before that like, I I never really care for long songs. Right, but, right. But when they're made like this, where there's constant changes and you know, yeah, dips and rises and this comes in, this leaves, it it doesn't get boring. No, no, and the the story jumps too. Yeah. Um. And that's what you kind of want, though. You kind of want to see where this is going, um, what what really happens yeah. here. And it's called Jungle Land, but like as soon as uh, the song starts, I'm like, oh, he's talking about, he's not talking about a jungle, you know? What I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Like this is uh, this is where it's at and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is from Jungle Land. Sorry, I was like reading, I was yeah. singing it in my head, <laughs> trying to figure out, because there's so many ones where you know. You get not not the same song, but you kind of get like a oh yeah where you're going, and it's like I'm I know the lyric for word yeah. for word, but where where does it actually go in the in the mess? So uh, what was your favorite off of the album? My favorite is Tenth Avenue Freeze. Oh really? I I always have just ever since I've heard it, just it sticks it sticks with me. It's a really good like um just being optimistic in my eyes. Like it's, yeah. it's the the beat is uplifting, how he found his friends is uplifting yeah. to me, and he's just he's in a really good spot at that point, and I just kind of I don't know you get a good feeling about it, you really do. Awesome. How about you? What was what was well, the, I said Thunder the five Road. star though? Oh, was the there, five stars. Well, was there a five star? Born to Run's always been on my five star playlist. Yeah. Um, I'm adding Thunder Road. Okay. And probably. Uh, 10th Avenue Freeze Out for sure, and then probably She's the One. I don't know. i got to listen to it a couple more she's times. She's the One. Yeah, that's on the cusp of yeah. maybe it's like four and a quarter yeah. star. <laughs> <laughs> what was your least favorite? See, that's tough to say because it's like if I have to be as far as like what I've heard, it would be meaning across the river, but I don't I don't think that in my head. Yeah. I kind of, at times, I skip 
she's the one just because of the like the meaning behind it of like yeah. I've heard it so many times too. That's the thing. It's kind of hard with a yeah, lot of these yeah. like Thunder Road and Born to Run. I've heard just yeah, you could sing them in your sleep, but obviously you can't. Um, <laughs> if I had to choose, I would say. See, this is what's hard. I would pick parts of songs. Oh, wait, all right. Well, what part of songs? I you... would pick the. Um, I always feel for him when she's the one when he's talking about uh, like how she's not the best. Yeah. How she's kind of like hurting him. I kind of was hoping that it was gonna be that that really feel <laughs> yeah. good. Like, no, she's really is the one. She's a good person. But then when you're like, eh, yeah, she's shitty. Um, that and kind of the meaning across the river just like the um i don't know i don't want to think of bruce as a drug dealer i, I, I say <laughs> yeah. that with like i always think of him as like he never really drank he never really did the drugs but i get that obviously in any town you're around that yeah, type of yeah. activity and it's probably not him directly it could be yeah it's just the protagonist of exactly the something like that but it's that one and i'm gonna go back to my favorite it's it's a tie between um 10th avenue and, and it's gonna be backstreets because such a powerful, yeah. <laughs> ooh, powerful, powerful stuff, and it, it's it's not to say that. Hands down, it's my favorite album. Mm-hmm. I can that's I can, crazy. I can I, say I don't even know if I could think of what my favorite album would be. Is easily I would say that's awesome. Run. And then just what it's also I, I like too what it's produced, like what what's come out of Born to Run. Mm-hmm. Like you hear Brian talk about Born to Run all the time. Yeah. Like he said before about Gaslight, he thought the Fifty Nine sound was his Born to Run. In his head, that was the best he could put out yeah. at the time. Yeah, okay. And he goes back and says, I can't make another Born to Run, <laughs> thinking I can't make another 59 yeah. sound, which I, I get where he's coming from in that aspect of it. But um, just like, you know, everyone that yeah. we like talks about it. Very, you know. It's, it's interesting, too, because this is his third album, which means he's – I always picture a band's first album as being like – I mean, typically, like let's say like they put it out when they're twenty-one. That's twenty-one years of, of pent-up like stories yeah. and frustration and happiness, and, yeah. and they're like letting it all out. And then they're like, "All right, well, where do we go from here?" I just put out, you know, unless you're holding back in your first album, which why would you do that? Why would you? Yeah. Um, and then your second album is gonna be about the experiences from the first album to the second, or stuff you forgot about or left out or didn't feel like was worthy of the first album. Right. But yeah, this being this third album and. Like his most iconic is interesting to me because it's like he really scrounged together for like shit to talk about. You yeah. Know what I mean? But but yeah. found a lot of really cool stuff and just like his common like day to day life. Oh, absolutely. And I I recommend anyone out there go get the Born to Run book. I'll let you borrow it because okay, it's cool. it's it's an easy read. It's a, it's a little bit. I mean, there's like I think four four ninety five hundred pages. Uh-huh. So it's kind of uh, it's a little bit lengthy, but man, it's such a great. And you you do kind of get. Because he walks you through it, so it's kind of really cool to see that progression. Yeah. And now he was in a really bad place when that album, you know, yeah. the first two albums didn't do well. And but the thing is, there's such classics on there too, you know, like they're they're amazing songs, yeah. not to say. But yeah, it's it's definitely born to run. What's what's the first that? Oh, blinded by the lights blinded on his first, light. yeah, which I never knew was even a Bruce song until yeah. you told me about it. That's the first song off of yeah, off first of his album. first album. Just which is crazy yeah. that he kind of gave it to uh, what's that band name? Um, shit, what's it? I keep wanting to say Mumford, but it's not Mum. Manfred. It's some, yeah, Manfred. And Manfred Man. That's right? it, I think. Yeah, that's it. Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. Those guys that stole it. I don't like their version, by the way. <laughs> really? I don't like it. I think it's just like the, the like disco-y 
Yeah, it's it's, it's like a, a more way more upbeat than his. Yeah, but hey, give it to them. I can't. <laughs> he knows. He gave away a lot of good. He gave away because of the night. Yeah. Um, he almost gave Hungry Heart to the Ramones. Yeah, I remember you telling me all this. Manager stuff. stopped him. Yeah. <laughs> which I, to me is still insane. Like, he's gonna give that away. <laughs> now, did he record? A version of Because of the Night, or did he like write it and then give it away? He was writing it. There, there is a recorded version, but the lyrics are hers. Okay. And I don't, I just don't like it as much. <laughs> I, I know that's like typical to say, but the lyrics he has, I, I feel, are so much more personal. Hers are kind of, I mean, they're good, but like his are, are again with that blue collar, yeah, background yeah. to it. Nothing, not a lot. I mean, it's still the same chorus and stuff, but I just yeah. like his better. But yeah, very. Very good song to listen to. Well, uh, thanks for letting me borrow it. I yes. sure played the hell out of it. <laughs> good, good. Uh, it was it was a cool like I, I would probably never have gone out of my way to like listen to like an older album like this. Yeah, but it was nice. You know what I mean? I, I really got into it and enjoyed it. And it's always great to like relive that that album. It takes me. It, honestly, I could just takes me right back to you know my brother and I being little and being in our yeah. Uh, grandparents' house and everyone's <laughs> over, and uh, for some reason I don't know why it's always like a, a holiday, not necessarily like one in the like a, a summer holiday, like yeah. Memorial Day or Mother's Day or Father. Like so, to me, it's always that's where I go. And it's just really nice to revisit that. That's awesome. Really nice to revisit that. Well, next time we're talking about Purple Rain by Prince. Prince, Purple Rain. Yeah, which is like another one we're pretty much diving back in time. We're going way back. Yeah. But I'm excited to get into it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's one uh we both never really listened to Prince other than like what we've heard. Like I've, I at least I can say for myself I've never like sat there and sought out like Prince. Let's listen to Prince for right. a while, you know what I mean? And like the Batman album that doesn't count. Yeah, that's you're saying you're saying <laughs> yeah, the Batman album, that's right. I forgot about that. But yeah, it'll be great to to dive into that. Yeah. Definitely excited about it. We've got some other stuff coming up too. We got a list going. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll try to get hammered through that list. Yeah, we'll put some of these out. And now we're back to we're back in our routine. You guys can request albums as well. Yep. We'll definitely take requests. That's on our Twitter. What is it again? Our Twitter is at jukebox club pod. Nice. See, didn't even rehearse <laughs> that. I knew if I would have rehearsed it or thought about yeah. it, I'd have fucked it all. We up. got the Gmail too, which I Dude, I couldn't even tell you. Like, I, you don't know the G- I was just about to bounce it's, it to you it's too. It's jukeboxclubpod at gmail.com. But nice. if I'm honest, I haven't checked it <laughs> in, <laughs> in at least a year. Well, I haven't checked that email, but I'll, I'll dig into it. You can see. Yeah. I know there's some. Was there some on there? Maybe I don't know. I, I don't think anyone uses that. <laughs> no, but we both have the access to Twitter. Yeah, so yeah, that's probably. Twitter. The, go, the go with the Twitter. If you don't have a Twitter, email us, but we'll, we'll try to find it. Or, yeah, let yeah. us know. We still have some shirts too. Yeah, we do. I do have some shirts. I, I kind of – I have the box in my bedroom and just put it underneath my desk and totally forgot about it. Oh, did you? I got to give some, some shirts out and get rid of those. Yeah, we got to come up with a new design. <laughs> I was thinking of one the other night. Oh, just yeah? Like, I don't know why. It was weird. I was – there was like a commercial that had a whole logo. I'm like, man, <laughs> just steal it. Like those guys stole our logo. What guys? Remember I sent you that poster from Mr. Oh, Smalls? Oh, yeah, I was yeah. pissed. Dude, that's just your font. It's the same type, yeah, yeah. same color, and everything. <laughs> what was it called, though? It was called... Hold on. It was called... Didn't it have the word jukebox in it, too? It did. I was just so pissed. <laughs> so this was... Jukebox, jukebox the Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a band? 
I def- we shouldn't be endorsing them. I'm about to edit this. Yeah, out. bleep that. <laughs> you bleep out the band. But name. look at that shit. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's that's the dude. exact same font. It's the exact same font. <laughs> fu- and the color, and that, that like pinkish, like dark pink. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <that's- laughs> Fuck off. So bleep that out. Don't let yeah. that plug go out. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so next time I always say week, but. Uh, we don't get these well, out once a week. It's hard. Like it, to, it's to listen tough. to a whole album and, and take it in in a week is, is to it me, was, I feel like I'd be ripping myself off and like, oh, I listened to it for, you know, seven times and I don't really know much I, about it. Two might be doable though. Yeah. Two, every, I think we, when we first started, we were doing every two weeks. Yeah. And then. We also, we could get some thoughts from the jukebox as well. Yeah. Some special guests right. lined up. <laughs> that's right. Get some of those out, but it'll be full summer, I think. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully we can ram a couple of these out before I, so. I go out of town again. Yeah. But next time you hear us, it'll be Prince Purple Rain. Purple Rain. Get ready for that. Um, and as we sign off, we'll leave you with a cutoff of Bruce Springsteen's Born to Run, Jungle Land. Jungle Land. <laughs> to play us out. <laughs> what does that mean to play us out? Enjoy. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs>
beneath the city Two hearts beat Soul engines running through a night so tender In a bedroom locked In whispers of soft Refusal And then Surrender In the tunnels uptown The rats on dream guns him down The shots echo down in hallways in the night No one watches and the ambulance pulls away Or as the girl shuts out the bedroom light Outside the streets on fire And a real death waltz Between what's flesh and what's fantasy Man, the poets down here don't write nothing at all They just stand back and let it all be And in the quick of the night They reach for their moment and try to make an honest stand They wind up wounded, not even dead. Tonight in jungle land. 